Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you again for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We've been going through the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter is where we're at. We're actually going to move on today because we've spent the last three or four episodes around uh, the middle part of the chapter. But I do want to view the chapter as a whole, getting a run and go for where we're going because, folks, you can't just pull a verse out and not know the context. And then you also can't just look at the whole and not know that what's happening with the individual verses. Remember what he said at the very beginning of the fourth chapter, the first verse, Paul was imploring them. Remember, he was a prisoner of the Lord. He said, man, y'all walk in a manner worthy of the calling in which you've been called. And he's about to say, use that same phraseology again. And he says, remember, walk in humility and gentleness and patience and show tolerance for one another. Be diligent to preserve the unity of their peace. And then remember in verse 4 through 6, he said, remember, there's one. There's one body, one spirit. There's one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father over all. And then he talks about in verses 7 on that each one of us has been given a measure of Christ's gift and that we're gifted. And that the Lord has given certain gifted individuals with roles and functionings to equip the saints. Remember the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers. And their role is to equip the saints for the work of the service. Well, what's that work of the service? The building up of the body of Christ. Well, how long does this take place? We do this until we all attain to the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God, to where mature men, to the measure of the stature that is the fullness of God. And it's going to be never-ending, not because an individual hasn't attained to that, but because there's going to be more and more people being drawn in. And he said this in verse 14, as a result of this, that we're no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and doctrine and the trickiness of men and the craftiness and deceitful scheming. No, we're to understand that the whole body is fitted together by every joint. Every one of us, folks, provides something within the body of Christ. Now that brings us to what it says at the end of verse 16, that this causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Verse 17 is where we start now. So this I say. So he said, he's saying, in a lot of what I've just said here and everything I've said right here, I'm saying this now. I say this to you and firm together with the Lord. So Paul's being bold here. He's saying, this just isn't me uh, sitting here making up some stuff, okay? He said, this is what the Lord has revealed. This is what the Lord has shown me. So this I say and affirm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walked. Ah, remember what he said in the first verse? Walk in a manner that is worthy of the calling which you've been called. That's a positive affirmation of that. Well, here's a little bit of a negative affirmation of that walk. That you don't walk as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their mind. Now, remember, folks, these, these people that he's writing to are believers that are Gentiles. That the, most of them would be Gentiles. He's telling them, don't walk in the way that you used to walk. So walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their mind. Oh, boy, that is a loaded phrase right there. And that is such a vivid picture of how the world is today. They are futile in their mind. You see this uh, fleshed out a little more in Romans, particularly chapter 1. But they think they're so wise. They think they're so brilliant. And they don't realize that it's complete futility. 
And you see just abject ignorance and stupidity growing to where now I just saw yesterday an article that in the state of New York at the beginning of the new year, sort of it's the beginning of 2019 as I'm doing this episode. um, When a baby's born in New York, you can now declare that baby to be male or female or X. Just mark X on the birth certificate. You know, we've reached that point of what it says at the end of uh, chapter one of Romans, that appearing to, or middle of chapter one, it says this, appearing to be wise, they are fools. At the end of the chapter, you can see what happens when God just gives them over to all they want to do. God has just done that to uh, our societies. We're just being given over and given over. And they think they're so wise, but it's the ultimate infutility that we will not even acknowledge the physiological difference between male and female. That type of futileness. But it continues on. Just as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their mind, verse 18, being darkened in their understanding. And so see, they think they understand, but they totally don't understand. They're darkened to understand. And again, you see it in Romans 1, this same phraseology, this same type of understanding. That, you know, they think they have great understanding, but they're really ignorant. Verse 18 continues excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the hardness of their heart. Okay, They're excluded from the true life of the kingdom. They're excluded from the true life of God. Why is it? Because they're ignorant. There's nothing wrong with being ignorant, folks. Ignorant just means you're unlearned. Okay, You're unlearned. There is something wrong uh, with the fact that you're ignorant because you've rejected the knowledge. That's what we're seeing here. He says, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart, King James says, because of the blindness of their heart. They refuse to see, they refuse to hear. When they have heard the truth, they refuse to receive it. They refuse to believe, folks. They continue in their ignorance because they've chosen that way. Because of that, they're excluded from God and their heart becomes harder and harder. Verse 19. And they, and they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. Again, you refer back to Romans 1 to see exactly this. Maybe I'll do that in a cross-reference next episode or two. I don't know. I think we'll probably wind up doing Romans during these times, but it's going to be down the road, like probably uh, this coming fall, maybe this time next year (laughs) when we get to it. Uh, But anyway, you see what's happening right here. They have become callous. What causes something to become callous? Look what the King James says. Who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lasciviousness. They're beyond even feeling about it. Uh, you develop calluses on something when you do something over and over and over. So if you're digging hose with a post hole digger, you're going to get calluses on the inside of your hand. If you're playing guitar on your left hand, folks, if you're left right-handed, you're going to get calluses on your fingertips by holding down those cords. Any number of things that we see that through repetition, you develop calluses. And they haven't become callous. Well, what was, what was bringing forth callousness? The repetition of refusing to believe. The repetition of rejecting the truth about the word of the Lord. Well, how could they know? Maybe they hadn't heard. Romans 1, again, helps us. Because Romans 1 declares that there's two testimonies that every man has been given. I'll tell you what, next episode we'll have to go on Romans 1 <laughs> just to look at this. Okay, that, that, uh, that there are... Uh, 
two, two testimonies. One is the outward testimony of creation. Okay, the outward testimony of creation testifies that there is a God. And then there is an inward testimony within every man that God has placed there that they know that there is a God and they know he's real. That's the reason that when you see folks who profess to be atheists, that they're always nasty and mean and hateful because they're fighting against something. And what they're fighting against is within them. Oh, yeah, they can choose to deny and they can choose to become like this. You deny, you deny, you deny, you deny, you become callous. And in that denial, they've given themselves over to sensuality for the practice practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. My, is that not what we see with the world today, day in and day out? That they deny what God has done, what he could do, what he's calling them unto, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in place of that, they become callous and they've turned themselves over to sensuality in every practice, every practice of impurity and with greediness. Mm, think about that and you'll see some things. The Lord will reveal some things. Well, my time's up again. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for passing the word about these times. And I'll see you again later. Goodbye.